If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Johnny Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live The 1% Life. What's going on, rock stars? It is Mindset Monday. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about the power of gratitude. It is the week of Thanksgiving. And first of all, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you have some incredible plans with friends or loved ones and that you all really enjoy this this weekend. So I thought, what better time to speak on the under utilized and really not so well understood practice of gratitude. Here's what I've found. While most people understand the concept of gratitude in generally vague terms, they've not begun implementing a regimented practice of incorporating gratitude into their lives enough to really see and experience its impact. So today, we're going to talk about the whys of gratitude, the hangups that people face when attempting its practice and why they really don't continue with it, what practicing it can do for you, and specifically how to actually begin practicing gratitude effectively today. Before we dive in, for those who don't know me, my name is Joni Dillon. As a peak performance coach and sales trainer, I help high-ticket sales rep break, reps break through and become the top 1%. After a successful career in the world of timeshare sales, crazy world of timeshare, I have since dedicated my life to studying the brain and its impact on results. Why some do and why most don't and have been mentored by some of the leading neuroscience experts in the world. And also I can help my clients and you all achieve incredible results. It's a journey, I'm on it, and I'd like to take you along for the ride. Now, let's get in to the power of gratitude. Before you do the mistake of tuning out this topic that has the power to drastically change your life, and the lives of others around you, I want to encourage you to settle in. Settle in your mind, settle in your body, truly be present. Grab a pen and notebook and just settle in. Hopefully you've dedicated a notebook specifically to these Mindset Mondays and to your growth. And let's talk about why. Today's Mindset Monday is one that you will resonate with if, you, if you've been curious about what all this gratitude talk you've been hearing about in recent years is all about. If you tried to practice gratitude but really not seen or experienced, you know, really felt its benefits. If there's any one area in your life that's not working, not where you want it to be, and are desperate to see a change, if you could benefit from the improvement of your current financial state, there's room to improve on your personal relationships even, isn't there always? Improve your professional, professional relationships with your coworkers and managers. You'd like to begin to live a life of magic where good things just happen to you all the time? Then this episode is for you. If you wanna know how to get out of a funk 
and back into flow, critical in the world of sales, you'll want to listen carefully as I share with you the time-tested formula of history's greatest achievers, and that's gratitude. Have you ever noticed that the people who complain a lot don't tend to have a lot? No, really. Think about it right now. You know those people who can never be pleased. There's always something wrong, and they'll certainly let you know about it. We all know those people in our lives, and maybe for some of you, it might be an awakening that that could be you, and that's okay. We've certainly all been guilty of complaining in our lives at some point, yet some of us choose to live in this world of complaints. Now, I want you to look at some of the world's greatest achievers. Like Oprah Winfrey, for example, who came from destitute poverty, complete destitution, from absolutely nothing to something, now being one of the most powerful women in the world. Look at innovators and inventors like Nicholas Tesla, Albert Einstein, businessmen and multi-billionaires like Richard Branson and Eli Musk, all with an incredible vision and drive, sure. But could they have gotten there, there by being ungrateful for life's moments of failure, life's challenges, pitfalls, and dead ends? Because if you think they didn't experience them, and they just ended up there, you're wrong. Walt Disney's newspaper editor, we all know Walt Disney, the incredible Disney, told the aspiring cartoonist that he was not creative enough. Can you believe that? The founder of Disney was told he wasn't creative enough. And then there was Oprah again, who was told that she was unfit for television news, quote unquote, unfit for television news. Yeah, she was fit for much greater. She since went on to produce a television empire that is now, or she rather, is now worth a reported three billion, with a B, dollars. To achieve more, to be happy and make a difference, All of these innovators, all of these achievers, high achievers, successful people in life, whatever you want to call them, they focus on consciously practicing gratitude. To achieve more, to be happy, to make a difference, they consciously practice gratitude. Or was it the gratitude that came before their achievements? Does it matter? You see, when most people face challenges, they focus on the challenge, but how they are victims to the challenge. Now, of course, those words don't come up in their mind. They're not thinking, oh, I'm a victim to it. No, but they're focused on the obstacle, the rock in front of them. And you hear things like, Oh my God, why me? 
Why do I not have any money in my account again? Why is my paycheck $200 instead of $20,000 and can't pay my bills this month again? Why? God, why me? Why not you? Why not you? You see, people didn't get to the top by not facing adversity. Nearly all the greats experienced extreme levels of adversity, yet they pushed through. So why not you? See, most people are focusing on the lack of rather than being grateful for what they already have. And the question becomes, if we can't be grateful for life's small gifts, the rain falling on our face, the tulips and flowers budding a few weeks early in the spring, the break of traffic that you just got because you left at a certain time, or took a different turn. If we can't be grateful for life's small gifts, how can we expect something greater? When you're upset and beating yourself, yourself up, when you log into your bank account, for example, or your credit card and see that mounting debt, if it's there, there's a frequency to that you'll get more of it. You just will. This is a big reason why most broke people stay broke. In fact, it's generational more times than not. Now, there are money patterns, uh, unconscious, subconscious money patterns that are generational and, and, and broke mindset beliefs that can impact this and often do impact this, but only because the person doesn't know how to release it. Most of the time, they're not even aware that they, are, that they exist, that those beliefs actually exist. So they can't release it. How to create that shift and release the bondage of past beliefs, some of which aren't even theirs. One way to begin that shift out of that bondage, out of that pattern that keeps repeating these patterns are different for all of us, but whatever that pattern is for you, it doesn't have to be financial. Maybe it's career-related, relationship-related, sales-related. You know, maybe you always have a bad month because you're projecting it. <laughs> maybe you have a slow start every month because you're projecting it and creating it. But one way to begin that shift is to see a change. And that change can only begin to occur when we're grateful for what we currently have and we begin to focus on what we want. If you focus on what you want, yet are constantly complaining about what you have, what's happened to you, what's going on around you and your life situations and circumstances, you're not being in gratitude. It might be momentarily, but more times than not, 
you're out of it. You want to see something improve in your life. If you want to see your paycheck, your job, and your interactions with co- your coworkers, perhaps, perhaps you have a negative work environment and you just dread going to work every day. Well, imagine how that impact and what it has on your ability to sell. Again, we don't want to be at the effect of. We want to be at cause, meaning what can I do to change this? But perception is everything. And your mere perception will change your environment around you. Perhaps you want to see your tour flow increase, your deals increase, your closing percentage, your VPG. For those of you in timeshare sales, which is most of you, or even your health. If you want to see any of these things improve, give thanks daily for the way it is now. Now. Be grateful for the way things are now. And that sounds counterintuitive. I get it. Even if you truly don't understand it, meaning how it all works, or why you're going through it, this, understand that it's for a reason. It's truly for a reason. And that unless we undergo some adversity in life, can we truly appreciate the beautiful moments when we've shifted into something incredible? Can we truly appreciate that? You see it with kids who are born into wealth. The problems they face because they've never seen anything different. They've never had to work for it. Be grateful for the way things are in your life now in order to shift and attract, shift into and attract something better. Be grateful for the lesson you're in the process of learning, even if you can't figure out what it is yet. I'm going to share with you a little story about an individual I feel like I know, but I I really don't. I've never met him. I was at an event with him late, uh, early spring in Los Angeles. And uh, it was a Tony Robbins event, Unleash the Power Within. And he was actually Tony Robbins' guest, which I just discovered, his personal guest. And here's why. Jonathan Stone um, had an incredible life. He served in the military. He had an amazing wife named Sarah. And they had four children. He has four children. One of which, one of whom, he and Sarah adopted, I think like two, maybe three years ago, who was young. And life was great. Jonathan got deployed. I don't know, maybe for about a year or so, he came back and they'd managed to just have a really incredible life and in big part due to their outlook on life. Well, suddenly things took a horrible turn and Sarah was diagnosed with cancer. I can't remember what kind of cancer now, but it wasn't good. (laughs) And imagine a mother of four young kids, two twins, I think they are, 
and Maddie and well, I don't remember their names, but just incredible kids. And your husband, who is used to you managing everything, has to now lead. Well, Sarah's cancer took a turn for the worst, and the doctors told her she wasn't going to live very long, that she needed to start preparing. And as tragic as this sounds, and was in many respects, Jonathan and Sarah always lived their life by finding the good in everything. And I remember over the past, the course of this past, I don't know, six or nine months since I last came across him or first met him online through our group after the event. And Jonathan started sharing his journey. It had only been a few months since Sarah had passed. And in fact, I just approached the year anniversary of her passing. And he'd share these videos. A man who's now raising four children because Sarah did die. And he talked about how they chose to live every day to the fullest. And they had done that prior to Sarah being sick. But when she got sick with cancer, they made it their mission to find the good in everything even more and to live life bigger and more grand than they had ever lived before. Even when to the two or three days before she died and they had a brownie date at the hospital. It made me cry. I was bawling in tears watching this. This video of him just talking about it and seeing the pictures with tubes in her face. and You know, they were laughing and they were just finding the good in everything. And Jonathan's story is a reminder. He's since gone on to speak on his now living his life's purpose is to inspire people to live their lives now, to stop waiting, to not care what people think, to be grateful for every moment we have now and not wait for some day. Sarah died at 31 years of age, left behind four beautiful children, were incredible, incredible gifts that she's leaving behind and are following in their father and mother's footsteps of, of really being an inspiration to so many, finding their voice as young kids and talking about life and seeing the good in everything. It's so inspiring. But I've taken this on since I've heard Jonathan talk about this and, and I've always looked for you know, let's be positive. And we all need a reframe, do we not, from time to time? But now I love the, what's the good in this? What's the good in this? As tragic and crazy and, un, you know, incomprehensible as it might be in the moment, what's the good in this? What story am I in the process of building now? And shifting to that place of gratitude. So I wanted to share that story with you in the hopes of you really seeing, number one, perspective is everything. If a man and his dying wife and mother of four could find the good in everything and laugh and, and know that, man, life is good, even after 
that you can do. So now let's talk about your emotions and how gratitude can help you shift out of a funk. (laughs) You probably all went there with me for a moment. So let's shift out of this now and back into flow. I want you to just recall a time. For those of you in sales, which is probably most of you here and most of you are in timeshare sales, always get that surprising, oh, I didn't know you followed me, but wherever, whatever you sell, go back to that time where you were in a really unresourceful state and you're about to encounter your next tour or your prospect, whatever you want to call them, your next tour. You were about to go out and you were really feeling crappy. Maybe it was a little bit of fear because you hadn't sold or hadn't sold in a few days or weeks or gosh, even months. Maybe some stress around finances at home, anxiety, because if you don't get this sale, how are you going to be judged? How do you come home and tell your significant other that you failed again? Maybe you were in a state of anger because somebody shifted something, you know, just caused some ridiculousness in the office before you went out on tour. Maybe you were in complete and total overwhelm for whatever reason. Whatever it was, just go back there real quick right now. Was that state that you were in aiding you in getting a sale? and selling a deal or was it derailing you of course it was derailing you right in order to be able to put someone else into a resourceful state to make a positive decision one of yes we ourselves need to be in a resourceful state and the problem is more times than not people are not So this is how powerful what we're talking about is today. Because what if you had the ability to shift right out of that unresourceful state, whatever it was, into a highly resourceful one so you could snap out of it and go sell a deal? Would that help? Yeah. Well, you have just that. And I'm going to share with you how in just a moment. You see, gratitude is the antidote to stress. Gratitude is the antidote to overwhelm. Gratitude is the antidote to anger. Gratitude is the antidote to anxiety. It's the antidote to fear. And it's the antidote to despair. And those who know how to practice it and practice it daily become a master of their emotions. It's a critical skill set of the 1%, knowing how to manage and control your emotions. So before I get into the how, I want you to understand that when you overlook the blessings The blessings become expectations. 
And when you can turn your expectations of how things should be into miracles you're experiencing daily, you'll shift from a place of entitlement into one of pure appreciation. Treat small everyday occurrences as if they're miracles and you'll be blessed with bigger miracles more often. So going back to that unresourceful state you were in for just a moment, let's get you out of it. I'm taking you on a roller coaster, aren't I? And this is the key is to really be able to ebb and flow with it because how often are we thrown something that has the ability to derail us in our day constantly. So what if you were to recall someone or something in your life you're truly grateful for? So just think for just a moment. Think about someone or something right now that you're truly grateful for and just go there now and now as you're there I want you to just go into your body for a moment see what you're seeing in this moment of gratitude just take those colors if it's in black and white maybe you want to try making it in color Your eyes could be closed or open, whatever feels right for you. And this person or situation, circumstance, or thing that you're truly grateful for, that image that you're seeing right now, whatever it looks like for you, just turn the color up a bit. Make it really vibrant. That's right. And now... Whatever sounds you're hearing in your head outside of me, maybe you're seeing in that image, just hearing rather the sounds of thank you, thank you, thank you. Or whatever it is for you, just turn those sounds up. Feel how good it feels right now in your body to be so grateful, so appreciative, so thankful for this person, situation, circumstance, or thing. Feel that gratitude with every fiber in your being. (laughs) Feels good, doesn't it? Just turn it on up. Just ask your unconscious mind. We're just going to double the intensity of this feeling on the count of three. One, two, three. Just double the intensity. Feels so good to be in the state of gratitude. And now recall another moment in time where you are so grateful to switch. Go there now. Maybe it's a moment in time, or another person, situation, or thing, and just really go there now. See what you saw, hear what you heard, and feel what you felt when you were truly grateful 
Maybe it's just right now, whatever you're seeing. And if you want, you can go and recall another moment, another person, circumstance or thing, and so on, and so on. And just in your mind's eye, in the inside voice in your head, or even out loud, say thank you, thank you, thank you. Before long, you're in a high state of gratitude and in a highly resourceful state. You've shifted from a state that was completely unresourceful to one where you can actually think, problem solve, be present, connect on a deep level, share ideas and solutions and get you your desired outcome by helping them get to their desired outcome, which you've helped them see. (laughs) Now, let's talk more about how we can begin implementing a regimen of gratitude into our lives daily. This is a great exercise you can practice anytime you need it. But let's talk about how we can begin implementing a regimen of gratitude daily so you can begin to reap its rewards. So I'm going to share with you five things you can do. Make sure you write these down and just pick, pick one or two. Just start there. So one, pick one area of your life. Just pick one area of your life that you want to improve. For many of you, it's your sales. Why not? No matter how good they are, let's make them better. Maybe it's your finances, and of course, that could be related to your sales, I'm sure. However you want to word that for you. For others, it's your relationship could be in the dumps right now, and that's great. Not great, but it's great to focus on improving that, and you'll notice what else changes and improves around you. And I want you to be grateful after you've picked your one thing. Let's say it's finances, for example. What you would do is you would be consciously aware of your one thing throughout the day. And if your one thing is improving your finances, your financial state, you're going to be grateful for every single thing related to your money, to money. Every time you log into your bank account, rather than dreading it and fearing it and getting anxiety, you can just do the exercise we just did of gratitude, get into a resourceful state, or simply just set an intention to be grateful before logging in, knowing that you're doing something different, knowing that you're rewiring your brain intentionally. Neurons that fire together, wire together. You know that saying? So every time you log in, you're going to be in a different state, one of gratitude. And you're going to say, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, universe. Thank you, source. Thank you, whoever you want to thank. It doesn't matter. Just say thank you. Again, you don't have to understand it. 
just start living by it and practicing it. Thank you for as little or as much money as that's in there. Be grateful for what you have in order for you to get more. And every time you hand someone money and pay for something, consciously shift, shift intentionally into a state of gratitude. In your mind, say, thank you, God, for giving me the ability to pay for this right now. Thank you for the groceries, the money that I have to buy these groceries right now. And I certainly don't mean to, mean to make this a religious thing, so you just say thank you. <laughs> it's not about religion. It's about uh, understanding that there are greater forces that we don't often understand and we don't often have to. We just need to know that when we can tap in to these forces that we can create miracles in our lives and in the lives of others. So every time you hand someone money, if you borrowed money from someone, pay it back. 30 days of this, start practicing it. Your goal right now for the next 30 days, I encourage you to do 90, but let's start small, is to focus on that. Pay back people who need, even if it's a portion of the money, if you owe somebody money, it's not yours, it's theirs. And the one way to release those money blocks is to Begin to release those money blocks. Get that money back into flow and, and pay it backwards due. Say thank you for the ability to pay this person, even if you don't have all the money. When you're paying your bills, be in a state of gratitude. Get there before you pay your bills. If you still send off checks, as some of you might, <laughs> say thank you. If you hop online and pay that bill, be in a state of gratitude. Thank you for the ability to have lights in my house before I even pay this bill. Thank you for fronting me the money universe, the abundance of money and the abundance of energy that you're flowing into my life. I haven't even paid you for this yet, the company. Thank the company who gives you that electricity and the heat before you've even paid it. So that's number one. Is find your one thing in 30 days of anything and everything related to, if it's relationships, be grateful for that person. Say thank you to that person for little things. Find gratitude in the little things that they do and truly appreciate them for who they are now and watch who they turn into be, who they become because you're appreciating who they are now. Two, set a reminder in your phone. Set a reminder. Maybe it's at 7 a.m. in the morning. Maybe it's at twice a day. Maybe it's three times a day. I have reminders that go off in my phone three times a day to remind me of certain things. Put some emojis in there. Set a daily reminder, an alarm that goes off. And, you know, if you're on tour with clients, <laughs> prospective clients, whatever you call them, maybe you want to work around those times or perhaps you can utilize it to your benefit in that moment. I'll leave that up to you. I certainly could. I know you can too. Maybe it just says stop, pause, and give gratitude. And some emojis that you resonate with. And maybe there's a certain song you can attach to that that puts you into a state of gratitude. So that's number two. 
set a reminder in your phone to give gratitude. Number three, begin a gratitude journal. And this is something that I talk about early on in my course, Developing the Mindset of a Peak Performer. And it's about beginning a gratitude journal. I don't work with any students who do not practice gratitude daily. And of course, we get there. We start. And it can be a hiccup and a challenge. There can be moments, but we go back to it. And they give gratitude daily. Ten things in your gratitude journals only for your gratitude. I recommend doing gratitude. If you can do it um, before work, great. That'll help you shift to a more resourceful state before going in. Um, Personally, one of my favorite times is... I shift between morning and night, and um, but I actually give it all throughout the day, and I'm giving you that one here in a moment. But before you go to bed, what what your unconscious mind, what you put in your mind before bed is critical. It's what you think about all night long. That time when your mind is just turning down and unwinding from the day and the chaos, and you've shut off that ridiculous social media. Sorry, don't turn that off all the time. That's how we stay in contact. (laughs) Partially kidding. There's a purpose for it, right? But at some point, we need to turn those things off. And what we put in our mind before bed is what what we contemplate on all night. It's what our unconscious mind is working on. It's resolving. It's problem solving. It's it's becoming a part of our unconscious belief system the more we put it there. So that's a good time to journal as well. But for many of you, beginning your day like this is powerful. If you want to just, you know, one thing that I do before bed is I go through my entire day. I might not write it out, but I go through my entire day from top to bottom looking for the most, (laughs) the greatest thing I was most grateful for. The thing I was most grateful for in my day. I'll start from the morning. I got to sleep in an extra, you know, 20 minutes because the dog didn't have me up at five. You know, I say thank you for that. And I say it three times. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I go to the next thing. I had an incredible coaching call with a client that caused some massive transformations. Thank you. Be grateful for the gifts you have that impact others. And I'll go through my entire day looking for that number one greatest moment or item of gratitude. Okay. Um, four, make it a habit. Gratitude is so unconscious for me now. It's just what I do. Yet, I had to begin with it being very conscious, a very conscious activity. If you can make, I I like to make things fun and make it a game. (laughs) Make it a game to give gratitude a hundred times a day. 100 times a day, of course, I always like to add or more, you're giving gratitude. Guess what? You're going to be giving gratitude for things that you never even thought of before. The raindrops on your face this morning when I was walking my dog, it was swear to God, we had the most crazy torrential downpour just during those 30 minutes I'm walking Diego. And I said, huh, I could hate this right now. Or I could say, this feels really incredible. I'm so grateful for this moment the water that's cleansing these plants. And I even, you know, I'm crazy. I talk to trees. And uh, <laughs> some of you who know me know that's, that's so me. 
just uh, giving, feeling their gratitude for the water. You'll find gratitude in ways that you've never, ever thought of it before when you make it a game to give up gratitude a hundred times or more a day. Maybe you need to set a reminder for that. Number five, make it a game. If someone complains in your family, someone around you, again, another game, how do you shift them out of it? Your game is to shift them out of their funk, out of their place. And sometimes it's, so what's the good in this? Go back to that. What's the good in this? What's the, what's the, the learning here? What's, what can we find that's positive here? What can we be grateful for? Maybe that's your question. What can we be grateful for? What? I'm not grateful that I didn't get out today, but what's the, what's the learning here? Make it a game. Someone complains, whether it's your kids, your spouse, your significant other, your boss, manager, your TO. You <laughs> catch yourself. I always tell my clients, say, cancel that. Cancel that. As that thought is just shooting off, cancel that. And we don't want thoughts to become beliefs or practices of habit, right? Like the more we complain, the more we get into the habit of complaining. Cancel that. What's the good here? What am I grateful for in this moment of adversity? What am I grateful for in this moment of what feels like total despair? What am I grateful for? Make it a game. Anytime you go there or someone else around you goes there, make it a game. Correct them. What can you be grateful for? Those are the five things. So let's go through that real quickly. Number one, pick an area of your life. If it's finances, career, relationships, sales, whatever. Focus on everything that you can do to be grateful in a positive state of gratitude around that. 30 days. Then we're going to continue. That's the goal. Two, set a reminder in your phone one, two, or three times a day to just simply stop, pause, give gratitude, and go there for a moment. Feel it. Gratitude is about feeling. It's not just about saying the words. It's about really feeling it. Three, gratitude journal every single day. Ten things I recommend. Three things of, um, that you're grateful for when it, as it relates to your career or work. Three things about your health. Three things about your personal life. And that extra thing can go wherever you want it to go. Okay? Say thank you, thank you, thank you, and really feel it. Four, make it a habit a hundred times or more. You're given gratitude. Turn it into a game. And number five, it's the complaining game. Anytime you hear a complaint around you or one that comes out of your mouth, just simply ask, what can we be grateful for? What's the good in this? And then say thank you. Like any new habit, habits take practice and repetition to become an actual habit. You don't just get there. To work at the unconscious level, you want this to become unconscious to where you're not consciously doing this. I mean, sure, you're consciously writing in your journal, but you're unconsciously knowing that you have to. You're unconsciously giving gratitude 100 times a day or more. Becomes part of who you are, to work at the unconscious level to where you just do it rather than consciously making a habit of it, you've got to have it become a part of you. It needs to become a part of your identity. 
but that's where you start is on a conscious level. So I'm not going to go through these, but the four uh, steps to learning is that unconscious incompetency. You don't know what you don't know, right? And so now you might know something. So now there's conscious incompetency, but you're not really good at it. You haven't practiced it. It hasn't become ingrained. Conscious competency, you know what you know, right? But you're consciously practicing it. That's the, you know, consciously doing the hundred times a day or more, consciously setting a reminder in your phone, consciously do gratitude journaling, okay? And then there's the unconscious competency, which is what we all strive for in anything we do for that matter. And that's where it just becomes a part of your identity, it becomes a part of you. Just do it. And you shift from that person who maybe used to complain a lot and gripe and nobody wanted to be around. Hey, we all know him. To that person that everyone wants to be around, that person who's truly filled with gratitude for crazy things. And you're like, really? Okay. I like it. That's you. In order to really, truly reap the rewards of gratitude, you need to become it. You need to become a grateful person. Be that person. And conscious practice will get you there over time. So I'm going to leave you with a few quotes and uh, send you along your way. It turns gratitude, it turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Melody Beattie. And in the great words of JFK, stay with me to the end. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mindset Monday and that you are ready to blast through your goals this month and through the end of the year and to finish 2017 on fire. Lastly, if you're interested in having me personally help you cross that finish line over the next six weeks, crazy to think there are six weeks left in this year, and you want some personal coaching and mentoring, um, and want to talk about what that looks like, just email me at Joni, J-O-A-N-I-E, at timesharesalesmastery.com with the subject line, finish strong, and we'll get in touch. And if you like what you've been learning here on Mindset Mondays, if you could please do me a favor and share this with a few friends who could benefit from this as well, I'd certainly appreciate that. To your unstoppable success, Rockstar, just get out there and create a truly amazing day. You certainly deserve it. Until next time on Mindset Monday, I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Peace. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.